Welcome again to the podcast today. You know, today we're at Proverbs 18. It's the 18th day of the month, and I am so glad once again to join together around the Word of God. The Bible tells us that we fellowship. Our, our, our fellowship is with people of like precious faith. That means that we tend to join together with other people who feel like we feel and who embrace the truth that we embrace. We fellowship with people of like precious faith. My faith in the Word of God is so precious to me, and I know that yours is as well. And so that's where our fellowship is. We have a koinonia. That's the Greek word for fellowship. A koinonia, a spiritual relationship, a growing spiritual relationship around the Word of God. And today, Proverbs 18 is going to supply us opportunity to grow again in the grace of God. Proverbs, the wisdom of God, shares with us these wonderful concepts, wonderful scriptures, wonderful truths and principles of God's Word that we can hold on to and use to make us better, use to grow. You know, the Bible encourages us to know that discipleship, actually disciplining ourselves or letting someone else help us to become more disciplined, is the way and the will of God. In fact, that's the way that God has designed for all of, 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 of creation to work. And that is, is that, that you're brought along little by little, step by step, into a maturity. Uh, shouldn't it also be that way spiritually? Not just physically, not just naturally, not just uh, you know uh, age and, and get chronologically older, but really we should also all be maturing spiritually. And this is the process of spiritual maturity is discipleship. It's disciplining ourselves to be uh, more like Jesus, more like our Father, to put principles and to build in ourselves character qualities that make us more like Him. And we do that, of course, by adding wisdom to our life. And today we're at Proverbs 18. We're going to choose another concept, another verse, another scripture, a principle, and we're going to meditate on it today. Are you ready? We're going to be reading from Proverbs chapter 18, the King James Version. Through desire, a man having separated himself seeketh and intermeddleth with all wisdom. A fool hath no delight in understanding, but that his heart may discover itself. When the wicked cometh, then cometh also contempt, and with ignominy reproach. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters, and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. It is not good to accept the person of the wicked to overthrow the righteous in judgment. A fool's lips enter into contention, and his mouth calleth for strokes. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. The words of a talebearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. He also that is slothful in his work is brother to him that is a great waster. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. The rich man's wealth is his strong city, and as an high wall in his own conceit. Before destruction... The heart of a man is haughty, and before honor is humility. He that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it is folly and shame unto him. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear? The heart of the prudent getteth knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeketh knowledge. A man's gift maketh room for him, and bringeth him before great men. He that is first in his own cause seemeth just, but his neighbor cometh and searcheth him out. 
The lot causeth contentions to cease, and parteth between the mighty. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city, and their contentions are like the bars of a castle. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing, and obtaineth the favor of the Lord. The poor useth entreaties, but the rich answereth roughly. A man that hath friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And there are so many powerful proverbs in chapter 18. Uh, you could just go on and on and on. And indeed, I think you should. I think that each month you should choose another scripture on Proverbs 18 and really meditate on it and let it become a reflection in your life. We check ourselves with the word. We challenge ourselves with the word. And with the word, we change ourselves. You know, Proverbs 18 talks about finding a good wife and talks about how powerful our confession is and and. Uh, so much, uh, so many dynamic and wonderful principles that if you want friends, you have to show yourself friendly. So many wonderful and powerful principles of truth that are well supported throughout the Word of God. Uh, today, we're going to go to one verse and meditate on one verse. Today, I'm choosing verse 14. Uh, verse 14 speaks to us today, and this is what it says. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear. Now, we've all been hurt. You've been hurt. I've been hurt. Everyone's been hurt. And one of the greatest hurts that we face in life are the hurts that words bring to us. You know, words, the Bible says, go down into the innermost part of the belly and they wound the spirit. And the Bible tells us that a wounded spirit is hard to bear. It's like having a broken heart. You know, uh, no matter what you do, it's down deep inside of you. You wake up and you go to sleep and your thoughts tend to settle around that wounded spirit, that broken heart. Heart. But yet the Bible says the spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity. Do you know that just like a merry heart makes good, you know, make, makes glad, a glad heart is just like a medicine to you, but a wounded spirit, uh, a proverb says, will dry up the bones. Don't let your bones get more and more dry, drier and drier and drier because you have a broken heart or a wounded spirit. What can you do to reverse that curse? What can you? Well, it's within your spirit to sustain your infirmity. It is within your attitude, within your heart, within your heart of hearts, within your capacity, who you are in Christ, uh, the knowledge of who you are, the, the embracing of your spirit. You have been given strength of spirit. You have the spirit of the almighty God on the inside of you. And the spirit of God, that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, the Bible says, if that same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, it will quicken your mortal body. That means it will make your mortal body alive. It will revive you. It will heal you. That same spirit that was in Christ Jesus is in you. And that spirit will sustain your infirmity. You have a like spirit of God. You were made in the image of God. And when you got born again, that life was brought back. The life of God was brought back. That Ruach, as Genesis 2-7 says, uh, the, the, the Bible says in Genesis, the second chapter, verse 7, 
that God formed man of the dust of the ground and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. That word breath, when God breathed into mankind's nostrils the breath of life, we were lifeless at one time. We were, you know, uh, very limited at one time. We were, we, we had no power. We had no life. We had no spirit. But the Bible says that God breathed into the nostrils of man the breath of God. That ruach, that's the Hebrew word, ruach, the breath breath of God, the Ruach, the very spirit of God. God breathed his spirit into mankind and mankind became a living soul. The spirit of mankind uh, merged here. This, this soul, who we are, became life when God touched us and breathed his life on us. That's the same spirit. You have a spirit on the inside of you. In fact, you are a spirit. You know, you, 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 you have life. You, you, you are a spirit being. You are more a spirit being than you are a natural being. In fact, whenever your body, your earth suit uh, dies, whenever your body dies, your spirit will live on. Your spirit is what gives life to who you are, your soul. Your soul and your spirit join together, the life of your soul, your spirit. The Bible says that your spirit has capacity. And your spirit, you have a deep inner ability to be bigger than your problem. You have a God-given ability to sustain your infirmity. It, it, it comes about in a just sheer determination in our attitude, in how we choose to process our life, in whether we see ourselves as a winner or a loser, as a child of God or a child of this world, whether we see ourselves able or not able. You know uh, you, you know that story probably, perhaps you've heard that story as a, as a child about the little train, the little choo-choo train who thought he couldn't, who thought he couldn't, who thought he couldn't, and so he couldn't. And then, uh, uh, then it changes. He thought he could, he thought he could, he thought he could and he could. You know, whether you think you can, whether you believe you can, or whether you believe you cannot, most likely you are right because the power of God is released in our life according to the faith of our, our heart and our spirit. When our spirit, the Bible says, is the candle of the Lord, it searches the innermost parts of our being. When our spirit Spirit is connected to the Spirit of God. When we are thinking God's thoughts, whenever we are living God's life, whenever we realize who we are in Christ, our spirit is more powerful than any problem that we could face. Your spirit is more powerful than death itself. And since your power, uh, since you're more powerful than death, you ought to be able to tap into that resource. That spirit on the inside of you is more capable of overcoming every tragedy, every infirmity, every sickness, every disease, every worry, every fault, every failure, every bad decision, wrong decision, costly mistake. Wherever you find yourself in life, let me tell you that you have a spirit on the inside of you. That spirit, that life of God on the inside of you will sustain your infirmity. Uh, um, but a wounded spirit who can bear when we let our spirits get wounded, when we let the things that happen to us enter in to our heart of hearts, when we open ourselves up and allow our spirits to be wounded, it becomes an almost unbearable thing. Let me encourage you. Guard your heart with all diligence. That's what the Word of God says. 
Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Watch what you hear. And be careful what credibility and what measure of, of credibility that you give to the things that are said to you and the things that you say about yourself. Don't go around opening up your spirit to other people to be wounded or don't go around uh, uh, wounding yourself and saying things. You know, you are so close to you that you can stab yourself in the heart of hearts. Don't believe all of the bad. Don't believe all of the negative. Don't allow yourself to wound your own spirit or others to get so close and so deep that you end up being so wounded that it's almost irrecoverable. You know, God intends for us to watch what we hear, to watch what we allow to get close to us, to watch what we believe. The Word of God says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. In his heart of hearts, down in his spirit. That's what he's talking about. The spirit of a man has capacity to bear up, to strengthen, to heal, to to sustain any infirmity. You're more capable than you think you are. You are better, you are bigger, you are brighter, you are more capable than you ever imagined. You're stronger than you ever imagined. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Neither life, nor death, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor any other creature shall ever be able to separate you from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You are more than a conqueror through Him who loved you. And to those who overcome will be granted to sit with God, will be granted access to the tree of life, to those who overcome. And we have overcome by the Spirit. That's what the Word of God says. How do we overcome? You know, we have overcome the world, and, and, and this is the victory that overcometh. It is our trust in the truth, the fact that our spirit embraces a truth that is beyond natural revelation, beyond natural inspiration, beyond the experience of, the, of, 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 of this life. You are an eternal creature born of eternity, and the spirit you have in you will sustain your infirmity. When there's no greater help, that you can find whenever you know, everyone else seems to be against you and things don't seem to be going your way. Do what David did. David, when everyone else in his world wanted to stone him, whenever he had lost everything, when he was in trouble and there was no one else around to help him, he knew his God. He knew God loved him. He knew God was for him. He knew God was not against him. He knew he was a child of God. And so the Bible says that he encouraged himself in the Lord. Sometimes that's just what you have to do. Your spirit is your best friend. Your spirit will sustain your infirmity. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. The Bible just encourages us over and over and over. When, have, when we've done everything to stand, stand. Just stand. Stand on the fact that God loves you and has a plan for your life and that your spirit will sustain your infirmity. Without regard to what you're going through today, we're, we're going to meditate. We're going to realize that we are indestructible. We're going to realize that, that we are uh, more powerful than our enemies. We're going to realize that, that we're stronger than any infirmity, that we are bigger than any sickness, that we are, are more powerful than any problem that we face. Just us, because of the Spirit of God that lives on the inside of us, we are able to, 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 to be more than overcomers. 
God, the Bible says, always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. God, the Word of God says, always gives us the victory. And many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver him out of them all. How does he do that? Because he connects with your spirit. When you and God are in agreement, that's enough. You're more powerful than any problem. Okay? God bless you today if you are experiencing a wounded spirit, but you have the power to sustain that. You can sustain your infirmity. Trust God to speak to you and pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Stand up, shake it off. Encourage yourself in the Lord and realize that there is no weapon formed against you that can prosper. There's no tongue that rises against you that, that can condemn you that you have to submit to. You are a child of God and this is your inheritance, Isaiah 57 tells us. Okay, uh, don't worry. Be victorious. Your spirit will sustain your infirmity. Connect with God. Walk with him. He'll never let you down. Well, let's pray. Let's, let's pray and let's, let's, let's ask God to, 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 uh, to, to strengthen our spirits, to heal those of you who may have a wounded spirit. You know, it's, it's, it's almost unbearable. Broken hearts, wounded spirits. Don't let things uh, uh, continue and don't feed those things that, that, that have potential to wound your spirit, okay? Protect yourself, guard yourself with, you know, watch yourself, guard your heart with all diligence. Let's pray. Father, Lord, I pray for those, Lord, who, who have been hurt, Lord, who have been wounded, whose words, uh, their words or words of others, Lord, have gone down deep into their uh, belly, Lord, and have wounded their spirit, Lord. Your, uh, your, your word says, Lord, that a wounded spirit, Lord, is uh, who can bear, Lord. It's almost unbearable, God. Lord, that a wounded spirit will dry up the bones, Lord. But a merry heart, Lord, it makes, it, 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 it's, it's like medicine, Lord. It makes the spirit glad, Lord. It's health to the bones, God. Lord, help us, God, Lord, to, to attach and affix, Lord, our victory on you, God, realizing that us and you together, Lord, uh, is enough, that we are bigger than any problem, that our spirit, you have given us a spirit, Lord, God, that is indestructible. You have given us, Lord, the spirit of almighty God lives and, and it moves and has its being in us, Lord, and it's by that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, Lord, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthened us. We are more than conquerors, Lord. We are super conquerors is what uh, the, the, the Greek says, Lord, and God, we believe it, Father. Lord, we're just going to have faith, Lord, that we are well able, Lord, to stand up against our enemies, just like Joshua and Caleb said. Lord, they chose not to believe the evil report, not to allow the, the bad report to wound their spirit, Lord. They chose, Lord, even in the face of enemies, even in the face of giants, to stand up and realize that, 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 that you and them, Lord, were more than able. We are well able to stand up against our enemies, to bring defeat to those foes, Lord, that would try to destroy us. God, thank you, Father. Thank you for letting us know today, Lord, that God, we're more, more than conquerors, Lord. Thanks, God, for letting us know today as we, Lord, will meditate on this, Lord. We'll meditate today and thank God. Lord, we'll turn it over in our minds, Lord. Build within us that capacity as we check ourselves, Lord. God, as we challenge ourselves, Lord, let the word of God change us, Lord, and give us faith to know, Lord, that the spirit, Lord, that we have been given by you will sustain our infirmity, Lord. We 
we can encourage ourselves, Lord, to be more than, than conquerors, Lord, to be victorious in every situation. Thanks, God. Thanks for the victory, Lord. Give us victory in every situation, Lord, and victory over every situation in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, the victory you may need in the situations to see yourself victorious. You may need to see yourself as a winner. You may need to see yourself as God sees you because as Jesus is in this world, so are we. Start seeing yourself victorious. Start seeing yourself as a king. Start seeing yourself as a queen. Start seeing yourself well able to go up and possess the land. Start seeing yourself like God sees you. Start seeing your spirit well able to sustain that infirmity and guard your heart against future wounds. God bless you. I love you. Uh, I'll see you here tomorrow on the next podcast for Proverbs chapter 19. God bless you. Have a great day. Meditate on the Word of God today.